I am so excited for today's episode because we actually have some action steps on how you can get started right away homesteading or learning about homesteading in the school pickup line. Welcome to the Homestead Challenge Podcast, where we will finally figure out how to make homesteading work in this modern world. I'm your host, Brittany, kind of crunchy mom and fellow modern homesteader. I've walked the path you're on, navigating burnout, overwhelm, information overload, serious lack of time, and uncertainty of where to even start. But I've also discovered a way to integrate homesteading into my modern busy life. If you're itching to kick off your homesteading journey on your terms, you're in the right spot. In each episode of this podcast, I'll be dishing out quick and straightforward homesteading tips, sharing home management systems, and providing modern solutions that fit seamlessly into your suburban lifestyle. Ready to turn your homesteading goals into a reality? Join me, and together we'll navigate the world of homesteading in a way that suits our lives. So grab that sourdough starter from the back of your fridge, girl. It's time to rise. So... Whether you are uh, commuting to work or taking your little one to school and waiting in some kind of line, whatever you're doing, maybe it's actually uh, on the weekend you're telling your loved one that you're going to go to the grocery store and you might take a few extra minutes to yourself uh, there in the parking lot. There are little pockets of our day when when we would normally be like scrolling on our phones, but instead of scrolling, let's use this time to learn. There are actually three ways that I like to learn homesteading slash practice homesteading while I am waiting. And I often like to get places kind of early. I'm one of those people. So if I'm just waiting in the car, usually I would pick up my phone and just waste time scrolling away We all do it. In the last episode, I actually talked about looking at how much time we're spending on our phone. So if you haven't listened to that, please do. There was some good homework on there that's going to give us an idea of how much time we actually have to do these things, these homesteady things in our home that are part of our goals and values of what we really want to be doing. And I know that you don't want to be spending any more time than you already are on Instagram. So get off there and let's learn. So the three ways that I'm going to talk about today are podcasts, Kindle books, and meal planning. So let's just dive right in. So first of all, it's pretty obvious. If you're here, you probably already listen to podcasts. So sometimes when my children are not demanding blippy songs, it's the holiday season right now, so blippy Christmas songs, (laughs) then I like to turn on a podcast uh, and There's actually quite a few different podcasts that I listen to regularly. First of all, definitely listen to this one, obviously. But uh, there's a lot of different things. So you can pick based on your commute, your interests at the time. I'm going to go through a couple of my favorites, but I'm also going to list a blog post below that has a list of all of my favorites to listen to. So I would say if you have a long commute, the Homemaker Chic podcast is pretty awesome. You can learn things there, but that's more just like chatting with your girlfriends, listening to people who do actually homestead. They have more legitimate homesteads. But their episodes are pretty long, so you're not going to get like a ton of action tips, but definitely some serious motivation. And then my other one 
I know that a lot of you are really interested in gardening and whether you're small scale gardening or large scale gardening, Roots and Refuge Farm is just the best place to become inspired. Jess over there is one of the sweetest people. I don't know her, but just by listening to her and watching her YouTube channel for so long, uh, those are my favorites to listen to when I just kind of want to get some inspiration, get some motivation to go and do the thing. Uh, there, like I said, there's a ton more that I actually listen to that are a little bit more uh, tips, especially gardening tips, uh, you know, action plans, things like that. So I will link that post in the show notes. The second way is Kindle books, which you're probably going to think I'm crazy for this one because I was always like, who has a Kindle? Like, aren't those things kind of old school, whatnot? But here's the thing. First of all, you don't have to have a Kindle to read Kindle books. You can read them on your phone. But if you're anything like me, if I start to read on my phone, one, it's too small because I'm getting old. But two, it's like I just get so distracted by all the shiny objects. It's so bad. So I just bought a Kindle this year. Uh, I never recommend buying a new one, by the way, if you are interested in getting one. I got mine refurbished on Black Friday for like half the price. You can also uh, go to Unclaimed Baggage is a good website. And that's literally unclaimed baggage from airlines. So you can imagine that a lot of people have Kindles in those bags. So there's always some good deals on there, but always check the secondhand first because there's really no need to buy a new one. Anyway, you can get uh, Kindle Unlimited for a few months for free. I'm not at all sponsored by this in any way. It's just that I just did it and I actually got three months for free of Kindle Unlimited. And so there's a ton of homesteading books on there. I just posted my favorite picks on Instagram, so I will also link to that post in the show notes. But man, there's gardening books, there's inspiration books, there's homesteading books, there's how to go do beekeeping, how to do chicken coops. Uh, so many on there, totally free. Normally, I think the Kindle Unlimited is like $11.99 a month, so you could also do that. Or you can just have a Kindle and buy the books outright, which I've also done. But if you are looking for some free inspiration and you happen to have a Kindle or you think that you have the willpower to be able to uh, read the Kindle app on your phone, <laughs> unlike me, then that's a great way to spend your phone time, honestly. I would much rather be reading on there than scrolling. And again, really nothing wrong with scrolling. I love my Instagram. I love my social media. It's just I think we all know that we could probably stand to use a little bit less time on those apps. All right, and my third tip today is going to be meal planning when you're in the car. So I don't do this currently, but I may start. Uh, so just looking at your weekly or monthly meal plan. I really recommend a monthly meal plan. I'm not doing it right now because I haven't really been able to get good in a good groove. I actually have a free meal planner templates on the blog as well, so I will also link to those. But those are more for doing it at the computer because they're Google Sheets templates, which is a good thing to do if you like to meal plan on the weekends, especially like I right now bundle my meal planning with my finance check-in for the week, which I definitely also recommend you do. But I think that maybe budgeting could be a separate episode. If you're interested, let me know. But if you do, you know, budget on Google Sheets or Excel or whatever, then uh, meal planning right along with it. It's a good thing to knock out. 
But if you're not doing it, and especially if you're just planning weekly right now like I am, you could do it in the car. I actually do mine in pen and paper right in my planner or even just write on a sticky note. And then not only meal plan, but you should order your groceries so you can go pick them up the next day that you're doing your commute or your school pickup or whatever you're doing. I find that ordering my groceries online is so much cheaper. My store actually does it for free, except for I do tip on there like $3, but I definitely, if I were in the store, would be spending way more than $3 on all of the pretty shiny fancy foods that I would be getting and then potentially even wasting if I don't have a plan. So that's never good. Highly recommend using the apps. Uh, We have Giant Eagle locally to me, but I've also done this when we lived in different areas at Safeway, at Publix, at the military commissary. You can really meal plan almost anywhere now and order your groceries right online. It's seriously saves me so much time and money. My kids don't love when we pull up to the store and then we have to wait in the parking lot because they want to go in. So, you know, something to note there that if your kids are like mine, they kind of have a mini meltdown sometimes, but I think they're getting more used to it now. But absolutely use that time wisely. That's my number one way to actually homestead while you're in the pickup line. You know what? We're going to get a bonus tip today, and that's going to be to order your seeds right now. So if you don't have enough seeds for planting your garden season ahead, go right now online and order yourself some seeds. When it becomes springtime this year, you know, I'm assuming that there will be seeds available to everybody. But if you remember back in the year that shall not be named, Seeds were hard to get, so ordering them in winter for the spring ahead, one, it's really fun to look um, on the websites and get all the inspiration for what you actually want to plant this year, and two, just getting them now, that way you know you have them for sure, and even if you can't sit down right now to make a full plan, you'll at least have something, which is always better than nothing. If you do want to make a garden plan... I guess this is my uh, episode for links. I actually have a garden planner in my blog as well. So I will link that in the show notes. So I hope you like that bonus tip. I want to know if you have any tips of ways to not waste time while you're commuting or in the pickup line. Obviously, if you're commuting, don't be writing down things and ordering things on your phone. That's only if you're actually parked somewhere. Disclaimer there. But if you're in the car, what are ways that you like to homestead or plan homestead or learn homesteading. I would love to know. So you do have homework this week. It's a really short episode. It might be one of my shortest episodes ever. Pick three books or podcasts that you want to listen to and load up your phone or Kindle before you get into the car then the next time. So like I said, in the show notes, I'm going to link everything, whether both the books, the podcasts, all the the options for you so you don't have to go searching if you don't want to. I have all of the best ones there, in my opinion. So pick three books or podcasts, or three of each, load them up on your phone or Kindle if you have one, and let's get to learning. Hey! 
Hey, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Homestead Challenge podcast. I hope our time together has empowered you to take meaningful steps on your homesteading journey. If you've enjoyed our conversation and found value in today's tips, please take a moment to leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to me and it helps others discover the podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. Connect with me on Instagram. You can find me at Brittany L. Gibson. The link is in the show notes. Share your favorite takeaways from the episode, ask questions, or suggest topics of what you'd like to hear in the future. For an even deeper dive into the homesteading community, join our Facebook group where other suburban homesteading mamas share their experiences, ask questions, and support each other on their unique homesteading journeys. Just search for the Homestead Challenge community on Facebook and request to join. Remember, every small step on your homesteading path is a victory. Whether you're nurturing plants on your windowsill or mastering the art of sourdough, you're making a difference. Keep at it. Until next time, let's watch our homesteads flourish together.